The limey and the yank are gonna rock your day All the way from England to the USA The great song debate from yesterday and today The limey and the yank are gonna rock your way Spreading the love, spreading the joy With the music we play The limey and the yank are gonna rock your day all the way from England to the USA The great song debate from yesterday and today The limey and the yank are gonna rock your way Spreading the love, spreading the joy With the music we play Yeah, and many other can't he uh, Joan Baez. You know, Mel let's take a moment on that one, because one of the other things about that show was specific performances really stood out, like Hendrix's Star Spangled Banner. One of the others that people said was at night with Joan Baez just sitting there, completely lit up by the spotlight all by herself, performing Joe Hill. The crowd was absolutely mesmerized. Let's play a little bit of Joan Baez doing Joe Hill. I love it. It's there you'll find Joe dreamed I saw Joe Hill last night alive as you or me says I but Joe you're ten years dead I never died said he I never died said he isn't that cool Oh, I love that. And another outstanding performance uh, from a gentleman, uh, Richie Havens. He's an American dude, isn't he? Yeah, absolutely. I was just uh, going to, I was waiting for you to say, and the song. Oh, yeah. What do you got on your mind? What, what do you want to play from Richie Havens? Let's play a little bit. I want to play his rendition of uh, Hey Jude. Awesome. There we go. That's a great song for a crowd. And I'm sure Paul McCartney would tell you that decades of performing that one live it is all about getting people waving their hands and singing along so richie havens hey jude here we go And, you know, um, some of the information is kind of interesting behind the scenes because uh, apparently some of the performers wanted cash when they got there. And unfortunately, the organizers didn't have uh, any cash. And a couple refused to go on at first. Um, really? Janis, yeah, Janis Joplin uh, demanded more money than what they actually said they wanted in the beginning and demanded cash right on the spot but apparently they talked him out of it and uh, the same with the uh, grateful dead too they were looking for more money too you know uh, it's it's weird too because if you think about it 
the roads were completely log jammed with parked cars that kids left behind. So they had to get all the artists in by helicopter and they had to do it at the last minute. So imagine you're Janis Joplin, you land from a helicopter and there's all this craziness going on around you. I, I guess, you know, it would be really terrifying to go in front of that kind of a crowd, but I think I, I start to see the situation and, and realize there isn't any money. I guess if the promoters told me we don't have any money, we're just trying to keep these kids going. I'd probably go, okay, show must go on. Oh, amazing. And you know, what's amazing to me, mate, and to the people out there, the technology back in those days, you know, at concerts, it was big, massive box speakers uh, and not, not too much uh, amplification. And at first they had such a big problem because they didn't have the amplification to get it out to such a mass, mass crowd. So whoever did the sound, I don't have his name, he ended up, they must have ended up putting more power into it because, you know, if they didn't, nobody could ever have heard it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I hadn't thought about that because, of course, the Who have the reputation of the loudest band in the world. And yet this was clearly an outdoor performance. It wasn't going to happen. They weren't going to blow any roof off. There was no roof. But yeah, <laughs> with the other part of it being it has to stretch so far. Oh, yeah. And a couple of times he had to cut out the performances because it wasn't all nice, sunny days. They had uh, a couple of days uh, where the torrential rain came in. Yeah. Um, and everybody was scrambling to cover up the equipment so that they didn't cause the crowd to get electrocuted. That would be really scary to me. <laughs> yeah. So when you look at all the stuff that could have stopped, would stop 1969 and it still went, I just... From my heart of hearts, it's, it's one of the best music events ever. And I think will remain uh, from generation to generation as being a, a classic in all. You know, the, the other uh, events like, well, Monterey, uh, they had some problems there, didn't they, too? Yeah. Uh, but, you know, like I say, mate, it's hard to reheat a souffle, but... Uh, we want everybody to pull out that video and listen to the Woodstock album, uh, which is pretty remarkable. Like or if you're really determined, pull out that 10 CD box set and let us know what you think, because it's a little too pricey for me, but I'm still kind of fascinated that that thing's out there. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Absolutely amazing how it worked out. And apparently the... People walked for miles and miles because there was nowhere to park to get there. So the yeah, the kids as as the traffic stacked up and kids stopped their cars to wait for traffic to unclear, they eventually realized traffic wasn't going to go anywhere, and they just pull over to the side of the road and leave. <laughs> they just walk in. <laughs> um, so uh, let's get back to the artist, though. Let's talk for a moment because you were you were mentioning a couple of different ones in there we didn't play, like Janis Joplin. So for Janis Joplin, I definitely want to hit on the performance of A Little Piece of My Heart, because that's her biggie and that live performance. Here we go. Let's play a little bit of that. Janis Joplin. Oh, you uh, on the streets. You're looking good on a deep down inside. I know you know it ain't never been right. Never, 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 never hear me correct. Tell myself that I, I can't 
Yeah, I'd have to say, mate, that's the best song that she's ever done. I definitely put that at number one, especially with the performance, what she did there. Incredible, buddy. Yep. And, you know, there's quite a few of the uh, less known bands, uh, the band. Oh, know, yeah, the, yeah. The Wait, they did a song called The Wait. Um, who else was, uh, there so was let's play a little bit of that because there are enough people from the 60s who know the band okay I know they tried to do a little bit of a comeback in the 90s but let's play let's play the weight by the band great Very cool. And you know somebody that they're not exactly rock and rollers, but I've always loved them. Bowser, Shanana. Yeah, I love Shanana too, because the 50s really were that golden birth of rock and roll. And they, there, was so much, there was so much energy there. And everybody still loved 50s rock and roll, even as the 60s changed rock into something entirely different. And so, yeah, Shanana was there. They are like tremendous fun. Yeah, you got a I, song you want to play by them? Yeah, let's go to the hop. Oh, baby, let's go yes. to the hop. Let's do that. They probably got all those hippies dancing. Take it away, Shanana. Yeah, and another legend that showed up was Arlo Guthrie. I didn't I mean, have him on my list. He was uh, he was a folk legend. He's still around today, and back then. His big number was Coming Into Los Angeles. Let's play a little bit of Coming Into Los Angeles by Arlo Guthrie. Don't touch my bags if you please, Mr. Customs Man. All right, what do you think? I love it, man. It's totally different. Yeah, and, and you know, we could talk and play a little bit of all the artists, but just to jog people's memories or to any of the listeners out there that uh, don't know all that played there, Melanie, John Sebastian, uh, Canned Heat, and there was, uh, yeah, Leslie Weston Mountain, which I don't do... Oh, too much, but they did a song called uh, You and Me. For people that haven't heard this before, 
all the people that love this. Let's play um, a bit of this, you and me. Yeah, that one didn't necessarily make the history books, but there's going to be people here. We're going to play this and they're going to go, yeah, I remember that. Let's do this. That's so cool. Yeah, so many, many ones. And, uh, you know, let's let's bring in some of the ladies there, too. You know, Melanie, um, she was, uh, she didn't ride a bicycle last night. That was one of the big songs. I don't know. What was what the name of that one? The one that she played at Woodstock was uh, Beautiful People. And All right, she, let's play that one then. Let's play Beautiful People. I weren't afraid you'd laugh at me I would run and take all of your hands And I'll gather everyone together Hey, and talking about Melanie, uh, a talent, uh, what a beautiful lady. And a day, well, probably still is today, but what a gorgeous lady. Uh, but have you heard that song, I Rode My Bicycle Last Night? Uh, no, I've actually that? never heard that at all. That's new to me. I Rode My Bicycle Last Night by Melanie? Uh, that's, that's okay, because you know, I'd like to stick to the, uh, the Woodstock songs. Sven the fisherman sells the seven seas to catch the finest fish for thee. Sven the fisherman sells the seven seas to catch the finest fish for thee. Sven the fisherman. Hey, that's my salmon. I saw it first. No, it isn't. It's my salmon. You always want the biggest fish, you yanks. That's not true. Give it to me. Hey, hey, stop hey. fighting. Fight over the music, but don't fight over the salmon. There's plenty of salmon to go around. That's why I sailed the seven seas to find the finest fish for thee. It's Sven, the fisherman! Hi, I'm Eric, the Viking. Sven sent me. Seven seas salmon is tender and delicious. It's packed with wonderful flavors and spices for each unique fish. It is available at your local grocery store ready to use and enjoy. It's convenient and simple and the main ingredient is deliciousness. That's why Sven, my friend, he sails the seven seas to catch the finest fish for thee. Seven sea salmon is tender and delicious, packed with wonderful flavors and spices for each unique fish. Available at your local grocery store, ready to use Sven and enjoy. Convenient, simple, and the main ingredient, deliciousness. That's why I sail the seven seas to catch the finest fish for the If you're looking for an in-depth, 
Detailed, academic analysis of the past, devoid of any comedy or entertainment value presented by an educated historian with a PhD. This isn't the show for you. Hi, I'm Tawny Plattis, a professional voiceover actor who gives a very casual, very Southern Californian, and hopefully very comedic retelling of the sexy, scandalous, and salacious stories from history your teacher probably left out on my podcast, The Dirty Bits. Catch the show on tawnyvoice.com or anywhere podcasts are found. Chat soon, lovebug. And uh, let's see who else. Uh, did we talk about the Grateful Dead? There are all those deadheads. You mentioned them, but we haven't played a song by them yet. What would you like to play by the Grateful Dead? Turn on your love light. Turn on your love light. Yeah. You know, it's really interesting. The Grateful Dead... They had one hit song in the 80s, and I think everybody was surprised to hear the Grateful Dead on the radio. They are a rock legend that was all about their listeners just loving their music without any real exposure. They didn't have tons and tons of radio play. They had a very small number of hits. And yet, as we know, one of the big things from the 60s was people who follow the dead, and they just as they dropped out of life and they rejected the establishment, they said, you know what? I'm just going to travel alongside the Grateful Dead and hang out at every one of their shows. I have no idea how these people kept themselves clothed and fed, but somehow a lot of people managed to do that and follow the dead. They followed them all over the country, man. And they're, yeah. still, they're still following them today. They're probably walking a little bit slower than they have following them around, but uh, they're still out there and they're still jamming, I think. Well, it's sad that Jerry Garcia passed away shortly after they hit the charts again in the 80s, but it's nice that he was around long enough to see them get this commercial success. Oh, talk about a cult following. And uh, just to jog everybody's memory again of uh, some of the other performers, uh, I guess we can't play everybody, but we're not going to play everybody's because we'd be here for a long, long time and you'd probably get sick of us. But... um, you know, Country Joe and the Fish, they were on uh, the band. They played Johnny Winter, unless you can... Oh, yeah, I forgot that Johnny Winter was there. We had him on another show recently. Yeah, Blood, Sweat and Tears, What Goes Up Must Come Down. I don't know if the... That's a great song, you know? We've got uh, an episode we haven't released yet that's about the blues influence on rock, and Johnny Winter is one of the key people in that one. You want him to and Edgar pick- both. Do you want to play a little bit for the audience there? Here's yeah. Some- Oh, oh, oh. 
<laughs> cool. Wow. And then you've got the incredible blues band, Caddy Come is the name of the song. I don't know if you want to play all of them, but uh, hopefully it's helping our listeners see the vast array of talent, which were, like we say, which were unknown at one point, and some people were famous, but anyone that played at Woodstock, I think, wouldn't you say, Yank, that are well-known? You know, uh, I think part of the reason that even though there are so many bands and clearly 10 CDs worth of stuff, <laughs> I, the, part of the reason I want to play all this is some of our listeners were around in the 60s and they're going to know this, but a lot of the people who listen to our show and haven't been, I want you to listen closely to how different things are because Sha Na Na really represents that 50s rock and roll that was the high-spirited energy that the youth of the previous decade glommed onto, and that was their rebellion. Now here comes the 60s, and there's so much political consciousness, but more than that, that sound has such interesting variations woven into it. People were trying all sorts of things beyond just weird new drugs. They were experimenting with weaving in folk rock. That's so true. An example of that. You're weaving in these different sounds to either tell a message or tell a story or just generally entertain people, but it always seems to have some kind of a meaning. Yeah, you are exactly right. The diversity and the variety of music for Woodstock. I mean, you had folk, you had rock and roll, you had country, you had 50s bebop. I mean, it's just incredible, the lineup that uh, uh, Ravi Shankar, you know, you had sitars. So, yeah. I mean, what today can you say where you can have a concert when you can have such a diversity and all the music that they played. And that's what made it extra special. Exactly. And that's what's interesting. Ravi Shankar is a good ringer to put in there because he symbolized that strange new thing that happened in the 60s that the 50s didn't have, which was you had people that decided to go pull sounds from around the world. The Grateful Dead also had that. The drummer, Mickey Hart, he was exploring different percussion sounds throughout the world and learning more about how drummers performed in other countries. Jimmy Page was traveling uh, in the later 60s. He was traveling around India and other places to try to find new sounds. And all of that was inspired from the Beatles, of course, falling in with Ravi Shankar and learning more about that music. These Man. kids were hearing blues rock influenced stuff and all of a sudden the Beatles come along and they re release a song with a sitar in it and all this strange Indian sounds and they're blown away. Oh yeah. And you know, not every performance could make it. Uh, one particular band, which uh, I, I'm sure people have heard of, I Am Butterfly out there. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, they arrived. Boy, at, they would have been able to fill the time, wouldn't they? <laughs> <laughs> I am in a Gata Davida that's only 23 minutes long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they got stuck at New York uh, Airport, so uh, they had no way of uh, getting in there, buddy. So that was one that they, they missed there. So um, we're just excited in sharing this wonderful information and all the different performers and songs and to can't emphasize enough on to what a spectacular monumentous event that Woodstock was and has and is still to this day is a massive influence in the world and let's hope more and more people will listen to it uh, because of our broadcast 
and uh, make you pull out that 10-box CD set and pull out those wonderful memories. And like uh, the Yank was saying, you know, the Woodstock, the movie, which uh, did win which did win the uh, Academy Award for 1970s, the best movie. Uh, pull it out. And there's uh, a couple of wonderful documentaries uh, which uh, give you even more trivia and facts, what we did, and even more about how it started. And if you watch it from beginning to end, you're going to be fascinated uh, how it began and how it finished and how they didn't really almost have a, a place to pay. And I do want to go ahead and make sure that I, I, I mentioned how you mentioned Woodstock 99 for the 30th. I rolled us back to the 25th, which was 94. Yeah. But I do want to mention that that, of course, the 94 wasn't in New York State. They did do a ni- 1999 festival. It just it didn't capture anywhere near the magnitude, even though it had about the same amount of attendance. 99 had the same problems that 94 did with violence and assault and looting and fires. And it just didn't, it didn't work. Yeah, that's true. And I just hope and pray that uh, all those baby boomers that were at Woodstock and were born in that era, let's keep on spreading the peace, love and joy, you know, peace instead of war, joy instead of being miserable and, and love, love instead of hate. Yeah. That's a biggie for me. I'm certainly happy to see people be more peaceful and choose the positive path. Because yeah. life's too short. It's too short to fight. It's too short to be angry. It's definitely too short to, to lose connections to those we love just because we disagree with each other. Look at the 60s and look at today and think about how we got through the 60s. And these kids these days grew up and most of them just joined into society and became part of the generation that shaped the future of the world. I always loved those pictures that you can pull up where the hippies were putting flowers in the barrels of the gun. So that's what we need to do. Our message out there to all the listeners and everybody, peace, love, and joy, and grab your copy of Woodstock and listen to those fantastic sounds and all those wonderful people and performers that helped change the world into what I believe to be a a much better world. Spread all the good stuff out there, buddy, and the positivity which uh, we try and do on our uh, podcasts all the time. And we really hope sincerely you've enjoyed this episode. 1969 was a big year. Maybe 2019 is a big year, too. Maybe history will look back on this time and say, wow, so much stuff was going on and people were so connected to it because they had so much access. I think it's going to be fascinating to see what happens in the future, looking back on today and looking back on 1969. Amazing. Woodstock 1969. Let's spread the joy, peace and love to everybody. Thank you so much. Stop by the website, stop by and visit us on Facebook. We have a private Facebook group where we love for people to talk about their favorite music and memories. Tell us what you remember or what you thought was really fun. So on this side of the Atlantic from the Limey, peace, love, and joy. Peace, love, and joy on both sides of the big pond and all the way around the world. All of our listeners from here to Japan, down to New Zealand, all across Europe, you folks are awesome. (laughs) Thank you so much. God bless. Bye. Bye.
Hey kids, time to go for now. You crazy Kentuckian. The only good thing that come out of Kentucky was KFC. And bourbon. And thoroughbreds. And Corvettes. Bluegrass music. Don't listen to that mad mank. We invented rock. We make it all better. Please join us next time on The Limey and the Yank. Yank.